Welcome to Listen, Smile, y no te rindas. Este es un podcast para hispanohablantes que quieren mejorar su comprensión auditiva del inglés de los Estados Unidos. Somos dos hermanos estadounidenses con raíces mexicanas. Yo soy Greg Ogoyo, aquí con mi hermano menor, el famoso Gabriel o Gabo. ¿Qué onda? What's up, man? Oh, good things, good things. Happy Sunday. Yeah. So I went skating this week, roller skating, for the first time in a long time. And boy, was it fun, but I could not do it very long without having to stop and sit down. <laughs> now, you used to patinar back in the day, I remember. And so you decided to try it again? Yeah. When I was a young man in my 20s, I worked with a guy that was a really good roller skater that was one of my bosses. And um, we ended up going to a roller skating rink for a party at work. And I was just amazed at what he could do on skates. And I had never seen skates uh, like the ones he was wearing, which I now know are speed skates. So uh, I got, you know, okay at skating. I'm not great at it, but um, I uh, have a new friend and I took her roller skating and uh, we had a really good time. Anyway, it made me think about you because where you live, Atlanta, is sort of a hub of a particular style of roller skating. They're, really? Yeah. There are these types of roller skating that are very rhythmic and dance oriented, and they, they usually call it either shuffle skating or rhythm skating. And I'm not entirely sure what the differences are. In fact, maybe I could do a blog about the differences maybe and, and what makes the Atlanta roller skating style uh, unique. But there are some really, really cool videos on YouTube of people having a lot of fun uh, at the roller rink, and they are doing some amazing things that must take a lot of practice. So a roller rink, that, that occurs to me, I don't know how to say that in Spanish. I guess a roller rink is, it's the place with the wooden floor, like at the bottom of a gym, a gymnasium floor, and there's what, bars on the edge, like uh, metal bars to allow you to grab on, right? To, to hold right. on. There are handrails at the roller rink and hand, little handrails. Yeah. Handrails. Walls uh, that you can hold okay. on to or crash into <laughs> or crash into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, but that was a, a fun part of my week. So what's today's topic, Goyle? Well, today we're going to talk about uh, different ways to say goodbye. When you're studying English, you learn uh, sort of polite ways to say goodbye. I suppose you might learn, for example, goodbye, bye, it's nice to see you, um, have a good day. But um, there are other things that people say when they're about to leave a place. And puede ser frustrante estar al punto de terminar la conversación con alguien en el segundo idioma, en el caso de nuestros oyentes inglés, en mi caso español, claro, y sentir, bueno, hey, yo he hecho muy bien. Yo entendí la gran mayoría de, de la conversación. No dije nada estúpido, nada tonto. Y aquí estoy al final de la conversación y la persona te dice algo como despedida y no puedes entender. Porque es una jerga, es un regionalismo. Y 
queremos que se sientan ustedes más cómodos con uh, esta situación y por eso vamos a presentar como cinco o seis uh, formas de despedirse. And before we go forward with that, oyentes, we will have a short vocabulary list. So uh, the first word that you're going to hear that you may not know is leftover or leftovers and uh, leftover or like leftover food. And that would be comida sobrante, right? So food that you are perhaps eating the next day after you prepare it the day before. Uh, so those are leftovers or leftover food. Uh, the second one is besides. Besides can be a transition word that we use or a connecting word uh, between thoughts or to introduce a thought. So it's like aparte de eso. Aparte de eso is like besides. Uh, you're going to hear one of us say, I'm starving. Uh, I personally am always hungry. Um, I'm starving <laughs> means, uh, es, como, es como me muero de hambre. I'm starving. It literally means uh, I am about to die for lack of food. And then uh, the last one is the English word for grapadora. A grapadora in English is a stapler. Stapler. And we actually have a huge tienda de cosas para la oficina. Uh, that's a, a chain of stores called Staples, que son grapas, right? So if you visit the United States, you may see very large signs that say Staples. And those are very large office supply stores. So just know that they don't just sell grapas or grapadoras there. They sell <laughs> lots of things for, for the office. Oyente, ¿quisieras practicar tu inglés con nosotros y escuchar tu voz en otro episodio de Listen, Smile y No Te Rindas Podcast? Visita noterindaspodcast.us y haz un clic hacia el fondo en Record Your English Message Here. Hay un botón allí. Dinos de cuál episodio viene tu ejemplo. Por ejemplo. Hi, Greg and Gabe. This is Tony from episode 43, The Word Family. My family lives two hours away from where I live. I cannot see them very often. I miss my family. Elegiremos un recado para analizar en cada episodio. All right. Our first example of how to say goodbye or take your leave of someone is going to be, I've got to get going. I've got to get going. Es como se oye frecuentemente. I've got to get going. So es, es un poco confuso porque got to get going tiene este triple G, ¿no? <laughs> y uh, ¿qué, ¿qué quiere decir get en, este, en esta frase? No sabemos, no sabemos, pero quiere decir me voy. I've got to get mm -hmm. going. O es urgente que me vaya, mejor mm -hmm. decir. También se oye mucho, I must be going. I must be going. And I must be going, uh, although it means the same thing as I've got to get going, 
I must be going sounds more formal, and in my opinion, we're not going to hear it as often, at least in the United States. Uh, I do hear uh, British people say that more when I watch shows uh, that are based in England. They say, I must be going. Um, but but in the United <laughs> States, we tend to say if we're going to use one of these two, we say, I've got to get going. And Gabe's going to give us an example. Man, that was a good episode. Why don't we watch one more episode of Hernan, Goyo? Sorry, it, you know, it's late and I've got to get to work in the morning, so I got to get going. I got to get going. I got to get going. Okay, well, I'm going to watch the episode without you and I'll, I'll tell you what happens tomorrow. Ay, ay, ay. All right. So what would be another case where you would say, I got to get going? It, I got to get going is when the, the person who is speaking suddenly realizes that, oh, my goodness, um, the hour is later than I thought. Or they just want to be away from the situation that they're in. So there, you know, there, maybe there's something unpleasant about what you're doing, or you have another commitment that you have to go to, and so it's urgent because I got to get going. Has a little feeling of a rush to it. It um, sounds it's not urgent. A, mm -hmm. That's right. It doesn't feel relaxed when you say it. So, um, if, uh, for example, you remembered that you had left something on the stove at your house, or you had left out some food from the refrigerator and you wanted to put it back in the refrigerator before it spoils, you could say to someone, oh, I got to get going. I got to get going. Because your mind is shifting to that next responsibility and you feel rushed. Right. Or if you have a mother like I do, who uh, really, really likes to visit with her son and <laughs> her son, uh, in this case, me might have to be somewhere at a particular time. Uh, if I don't use a phrase like, I've got to get going, my meeting starts in 10 minutes, then she's going to continue to tell me about things like flowers and her dog and the other important things to, to my mother. Yes, and his mother is my stepmother, so th that's why he's saying his mother. Uh, <laughs> and yes, she loves to have uh, Gabo visit and, uh, and stay, of course, so he has to say, i got to get going. I must go. Mm -hmm. And uh, we can contrast that, I think, with the softer version, which would be, I had better go. I'd better go. Um, they, they both mean the same thing. I'd better go or I should go. Um, but uh, I should go or I'd better go. Uh, it sounds softer and it, it leaves more of an opening for the person to say, oh, no, please stay. I, just because we're going to eat, you should eat with us. Yeah, I'd better go is like a hint, isn't it? Una pista. Mm -hmm. Great observation. Okay, so our next phrase for saying I need to say goodbye is I think I should call it a night. I think I should call it a night. I think I should call it a night means very, it means basically the same thing as 
I need to leave. Um, I think I need to end our time together and go home. <laughs> so call it a night is a phrase uh, very similar to call it a day, which we covered in another episode. Uh, and it's just calling it a night or calling it a day is a, is a way of saying we're going to end things here. We're going to end things here. So I think I should call it a night. So let's look at an example. Greg, I'm starving. So hungry. Let's hit the Waffle House. They're open 24 hours. <sighs> no, I, I think I should call it a night. It's just after two. And besides, you know, you have all those leftover refried beans in your fridge. Uh, you can eat those instead of wasting money on Waffle House, bro. Refritos? I want to go with you for waffles. Again, sorry, uh, man, look at my watch. Jeez. I'm calling it a night. <laughs> um, I think I should call it a night acknowledges it, um, it. It pays respect to the idea that you're going to put yourself in danger the next day of making a bad decision or being really tired or sleepy uh, because, you know, it's the hour of rest is upon you, right? You need to go to bed. So I think we should call it a night. Again, has that sense of urgency, like in right. the previous and example. This would be a situation where if you're out at a restaurant or a club and they and somebody says, te invito a un trago más, and you really realize you need to work in the morning and you're going to say, I think I should call it a night and they're going to understand what you mean. You mean I, I got to stop and I got to go. <laughs> okay. Let's look at yet another one. This one is sort of like saying more rather than saying I need to leave. This is an expression we use where it's sort of like saying goodbye uh, or I'm leaving. Uh, it's not saying I need to leave. It's saying I'm leaving. That's a great distinction. Thank you for saying that. So that would be, I'm out. I'm out. I am out. Or I am out of here. Both of those are used and they're shortened to the, the I am becomes I'm. So I'm out or I'm out of here. So uh, many, many times at work, uh, if you are at an, a workplace in the United States, if it gets to be time when people start to need to go home because it's what we call quitting time, which traditionally is 5 p.m., the person is going to pick up their keys and they're going to say, well, I'm out. Um, and that's that just means they're leaving and usually that they want you to stop talking to them about work. <laughs> <laughs> Deja de hablar de, de estas cosas. So maybe an example. So Jim was asking me to return his stapler, and I said, sure, it, it's in that desk right there. So he opens the desk drawer, and a giant rubber snake popped out. <laughs> it scared him half to death. He nearly had a heart attack, un infarto. <laughs> Excellent. I can't stand Jim. Uh, well, uh, thanks for the snacks. I'm out of here. See you.
So instead of listening to more of my story, right, Gabe is saying, uh, es la hora de, de irme. And so he says, I'm out of here. I'm out right. of here. So out of here becomes, I am out of here becomes, I'm out of here, which then really becomes, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. And then I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> okay, and, I'm out. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm out. So that's just, I'm leaving. All right, our next example is, I got a jet, or I got to take off, or I got to hit the road. Wow, that's a lot. Okay, so I got a jet, like a jet is a una forma de avión. I got to take off. Otro concepto de aviación, no? Sí, despegando. Sí. <laughs> y I got to hit the road. Que me suena muy raro, ahora que pienso. I got to hit the road. Como con el puño, no? Pero nadie pega al, al, a la calle. But it means I have to leave, yeah. And then another one is, I gotta head out. So if you hear someone say in English, I gotta, think to yourself, okay, I think they're leaving. <laughs> I think they need to leave. <laughs> I gotta yeah. jet. Especially I gotta take off. If they're gathering up their uh, things or they're looking at their watch, if they say, I gotta hit the road, I gotta head out, I gotta take off. I got a jet. And there are many others they could say. If you can learn that I got a phrase, you're going to be able to to figure it out because they might say, you know, I got to get out of here. Um, very similar, but they all mean the same thing. I, I need to leave. Y vale la pena decir que I got to, que suena muy informal, es una forma de decir I have got to, que es tengo que hacer. Una cosa. So I've got to lose weight. I got to lose weight. Man, I got to lose weight. Eso es como tengo que bajarme de, de peso. Good point. All right, let's look at an example or two. Hey, uh, Greg, we have plenty of food here. Don't leave. Won't you stay for dinner? Oh, thanks, but uh, I got to hit the road. It's getting late. Hey, Gabe, I'm I'm just about to show these uh, these home movies of uh, me in uh, in Arizona from five summers ago. I know you've seen them before, but uh, but would you like to stay and watch them again with me? Uh, you know, <clears throat> last time it took two hours to go through those, and I really got a jet. <laughs> Very, very quickly, too. Very, very quickly. All right. Our next example is going to be something that we think is more similar to Spanish than our other ones today, and that is later. Como hasta luego. So I'm a Spanish teacher to uh, children, 11, 12-year-old children, and I say to them every day, hasta luego, at the end of class. And I will go back behind that phrase with them sometimes and say, what do you think that hasta luego means? And they will always say to me, I'll see you later. I'll see you later. I'll catch you later. And I have to say, oh, no, the word hasta means until. So we don't say in English until later, like 
we do in Spanish. We say, see you later, catch you later, or just later. And I don't know, Gabe, if people in Spanish will just say luego. That doesn't sound correct to me. Hey, luego. But in <laughs> yeah, English, it's that either. <laughs> yeah, in English, it's very common. Later, later tater. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We even have an, I mean, before we get to the example, we, we even have an acronym that we use constantly in chat, and that is T-T-Y-L, which is for talk to you later. Talk to you later is is how one of the ways we say goodbye. It's all related to later or catch you later or see you later, talk to you later. Thanks for coming to see me at my job, Greg. Oh, it was great. You have the best break room that I have ever seen. I ate two pieces of uh, birthday cake for somebody. Oh, you you ate Carl's cake? Oh, <laughs> okay, well, I guess I'll catch you later. Uh, you have cake in your beard, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Hey, I really need to bathe Lily. Uh, last time I was trying to bathe my dog, she jumped out of the tub and got water all over the bathroom. Uh, you don't really need to leave, do you? Um, yeah, I'll I'll see you later. Um, <laughs> I, I got a jet. I got to go. <laughs> but I have a towel for you. Hey, hey, it's time for our quiz. Que se queda en el coco, oyentes? What is sticky in your brain today? Okay, question number one. Which of these two phrases means that you wish to leave, that you want to leave? A, I gotta get going. B, I gotta get ahead. gotta get ahead no that that doesn't sound right at all um the correct answer is i gotta get going that's right that's correct that means that you want to leave or need to leave okay question number two which of these means that you wish to leave i'm calling your bluff or i'm calling it a night Calling my bluff or calling it a night. Well, calling your bluff is used usually in like poker and other card games. Uh, and that doesn't mean you need to leave. I'm going to say uh, I'm calling it a night. You are correct as usual, sir. Nice job. <laughs> yes. Uh, should do this for a living. Uh, all right. Let's do one more. Which of these two expressions means that you want to leave? A, there's something I want you to hear. B, I'm out of here. Well, wait a minute. Those both have here in them. Do you need to hear them again? I have them right here. <laughs> very good. Very good. Uh, uh, there's something I want you to hear is I algo que quiero que oigas o escuches. So no, that's not that's not the same kind of here. It's I'm out of here. I'm out of here is the correct answer. That's correct. 
All right. We want to thank our patrons. If you wish to support this show and help us create more episodes, please go to patreon.com diagonal no te rindas podcast. We'll shout you out in the next episode. You can get a printable text of the examples given on the show. And for our conversational episodes, you would receive a word-for-word transcript of the conversation that can be printed. And I guess, Gabe, this would be kind of a mix of those two things, right? Because we had examples on the show, but we also had some conversations. So both of those could be valuable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Y también, si tienes alguna duda o sugerencia sobre el podcast, por favor, mándanos un email por questions arroba no te rindas podcast punto us. And speaking of no te rindas podcast dot us, Gabe mentioned in the intro that we would have a blog entry. That's where our blog is. We'll have one that has some links about roller skating, patinar. Y hay uh, enlaces para medio social ahí también. You can find out more about us with our biographies or find interesting videos and readings in intermediate English. And don't forget, you can also leave us a recording of your English so that we can listen to it and talk to you about it, maybe even on the show. That's right. Well, Gabe... It's been fun, and I hope you get to go skating again. I wish that I could skate. I'm uh, If I put on roller skates and tried to skate, one of the very first things out of my mouth would be, I got to go. <laughs> I'll catch you later. See ya. Well, as interesting as that story was, I, I better be going. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a jet. Uh, well, it really was fun in all seriousness. Uh, I hope that this would be, was a help for uh, our oyentes because you and I have both had that experience where people are telling us goodbye in a kind of a slang or colloquial way, and we don't realize that they're telling us goodbye. And the, then we go, why are they leaving? <laughs> why, why did you turn your back on me? <laughs> yeah, we, obviously we... We, you know, the name of our show is Note Rindas, right? We we want to do whatever we can to help you feel more confident and uh, not not have doubts because of you know, this situation or that. Because learning another language is worth it. Vale la pena. See, talk to you soon, Gabe. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Take uh, take Nicholas skating, okay? Oh, that sounds like a great plan. I can sit, <laughs> I can sit in the concession stand and eat popcorn while he and skates. Watch him. <laughs> All right, I love you. <laughs> love you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>